1: Recorded
0: live. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Wayne, your facilitator for this call. I trust that all is well with you and your family at this time. Again, want to do th- thank you for joining us on this talk show line where we can stay up to date regarding the programs that we're jointly connected. Um, we have a lot of information to bring to you this evening, so we want to get to that in just a few moments. But before we do so, we're going to open our call with prayer. And on our call tonight to do our prayer is um, a lady who has came onto the program last year. Um, and uh, I've had many conversations with her since then, found out a little bit about her background, and uh, very interesting. I want to thank uh, Reverend Storm for joining us on the call this evening, a member of our team. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy schedule to open with prayer for us. You can do so now.
1: Thank you, Wayne. You can retire the minister out of the ministry, but you can't ever take the ministry out of the minister.
0: That's right.
1: (laughs) So tonight, oh my beloved God, mysterious one, almighty I am presence, We gather this moment as one in heart and mind, giving thanks in deep appreciation for the tireless efforts of Wayne, Joan, team leaders, Lars and Joshua, and all those who diligently work with the financial institutions on stress tests and simulations, now 100%,
0: on behalf
1: of this program as the conclusion speeds rapidly towards us. Bless and grace the lives of those who've made this all possible from the singular focus of each investor right up to the fountainhead of Euclid's vision. With this, to frame our hearts and the invocation this night, how can we express our gratitude but to look deep within? So I say, O my beloved God, Christ consciousness, light that illumines each of us, shine brightly now within us all and uplift our minds and hearts to light the way as we journey this investment path during ever-changing and impassioned times. Come forth, beloved God, bless and grace our lives and bring them into harmony, glorious health and well-being and prosperity. Come forth that we may behold God in each other, recognizing our innate value in pure acceptance. Come forth that we may experience the magnificence of that which you are in us, come forth now, that we may lift our joyous hearts and great minds to see with inner eye that we are all equal in the eyes of God who lovingly and impartially beholds our value as golden potential. May our charitable hearts and essence carry us into an epic future destiny, a destiny that fulfills our souls and is filled with joy and the love of God Fill us with this knowingness, this light, this inspiration, so that we may pay forward sublime inspiration to future generations. O my beloved God, embolden us forevermore that we seamlessly meet our needs as our cup runneth over with abundance, wealth of spirit, and charity for the less fortunate. May we now live our lives to the fullest measure, humbly and elegantly, such as the father sees in a bird's feather or the vibrant color of the morning dew glistening on a blade of grass and that the blessed mother sees in the sweetest of blossoms or in a baby's laughter such is our value and fortune coming home to each and every one of us such is the majesty of your gift of life and love forever and ever and ever so
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Reverend Storm, Uh, fellow New Yorker, removed from New York, but soon to go back to visit with us where we will meet shortly. Thank you again for taking time to be with us on the call and to uh, open our call with prayer. Appreciate you so much. You're welcome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, again, um, we have a lot to cover this evening, a lot of information we want to disseminate to you from both programs, the Imperia as well as the HCI. I'm going to make this announcement first part of the call before I bring you the Imperia update, and then I'm going to restate this announcement at the end of the call just to make sure um, everyone under the sound of my voice is able to get the information. This information and this announcement particularly are for those persons who are part of the HCI and EMS programs. If you are living in the state of Michigan, I need for you to follow through with this for me. If you can grab a pen, a pencil, and a piece of paper to write down this information, please. I'll give you even a few seconds to grab that. Um, I know often when we want a pen that will write, it chooses not to write. And oftentimes when we want to use a pencil to write, the point on the pencil fails us. So I'm delaying this information so you can have adequate time to get a pen and paper pencil to write down this information um, because I will need for you to respond to it. These are the members of EMS and HCI that live in the state of Michigan. All right, here we go. This is what I need for each of you to do. Please take down this email address. It is Jones' email address. It is H- CI twenty five, the number twenty five processing at Yahoo dot com. That is HCI twenty five processing at Yahoo dot com. I would like for you to send Joan an email at that email address with your name and your contact phone number. If you are at work during the day or the night, please provide us uh, the numbers then, the plural, whereby we can reach you. It will be um, imperative that we have that information to contact you um, as early as even tonight or tomorrow. Um, So I will make this announcement again at the end of the call just to make sure you have gotten it correctly, and also in the event that there are other members who came on the call, who comes on the call, rather, at the latter part of the call. Again, the email address is hci25processing at yahoo.com. Please send Joan an email this evening or tomorrow morning with your name, as well as your contact phone numbers. All right? All right, ladies and gentlemen, again, as I said, we do have a lot of information to share with you and to cover and to bring clarity some things, so let's go right to it right now. For those of you who are members of the Imperial Program, here is what you need to know in terms of our update at this point in time. I have gotten information from the two sources that I primarily retrieve information from. And where we are is very good. Things are steadily moving. There are several uh, hundred confirmation for appointments to deliver packages this week. These are just the confirmed appointments. Uh, They're still making those appointments even as we speak. There are approximately uh, 7,500 packages. These are the for-profit packages. Individuals who completed the Imperial program successfully, there are approximately 7,500 packages still to go out in the U.S. Now, there are packages that will flow after the 7,500 have been distributed in the U.S. And those will be the individuals who would be receiving a refund from Imperia because for whatever reason, they did not successfully complete the program. So individuals will receive a refund from Imperia after they have completed the uh, approximately 7,500 packages still, which are profit packages, left to go out. The three banks that I indicated last call are certainly speeding up things. They are ramping up the delivery, the calling uh, to for appointments to deliver these packages. Um, UPS is really on point with what they're doing now with delivering the packages. They're making uh, even a more concerted effort to contact people to make sure they have an appointment to deliver these packages. Um, it is expected or anticipated that by the end of April, all of the for-profit packages from Imperia would have been delivered to its members here in the United States. Again, that would be the profit packages. The Packages that would be of a refund nature would start its delivery after that. Once they have concluded the uh, profit packages delivery in the U.S., it is expected from what we're learning that they will start delivering packages for our Imperial members in South America as well as in Europe after they have completed the delivery of the for-profit packages in the US. That is what I am aware of now. If things change, as you know, we have this call weekly, so I will continue to update you as things twist and turn with the delivery of those packages. So that's what I have for you regarding the Imperial packages at this time. Now we're going to shift gears. For those of you who are part of EMS and HCI, if you can tune in now attentively so we are clear moving forward where we are. Uh, We had an update from Mr. Millard on February 5th yesterday. I sent it out to those of you that are part of my contact list, my spreadsheet list. And I just want to go through it to make sure we're on the same page because I've received several emails to do today with uh, people that are very confused about even this, what I saw as pretty clear message. But before I go into that, I need to apologize to all of the members in our listening audience. And this apology is as a result of uh, last week. I misspoke. When I attempted to explain uh, to us regarding the Bitcoin purchase, um, in fact, my sister immediately after the call uh, informed me that uh, what I had stated was not abs- was not correct, and um, she helped me to make it clear in my mind where I misspoke and where I may have misled my listeners here. So. Uh, first off, I want to apologize for that, and I want to clear the air with this now. Now, I also received an email from one of our regular listeners in uh, down under in Australia who brought this to my attention, and I thank you also for doing that. If there's something that uh, I say on this call that is out of sync with what has been given to us and uh, by Mr. Millard, please bring it to my attention, truly I accept my humanity, and I am not that proud a person to say I'm sorry or I was wrong. So uh, please please feel free to bring it to my attention. My ego is not there to be shattered or hurt by someone correcting me at all. All right, so with last week, um, I tried to explain to us um, briefly about the Bitcoin purchases and what EMS was needing for that process in the um, stress test I indicated that they were looking for 45 investors and that's where I went wrong they were not just looking for 45 investors in fact they were looking for as many investors as they can get with the Bitcoin here's the exception they were only looking to accept 45 investors who would invest to purchase between 400 and 750 shares. Only 45 people were allowed to purchase that many shares, between 400 shares and 750 shares. Now, you can do the math now or after the call. If you were to purchase approximately 400 shares Now, at $38 per share, it's about over $15,000. I'm proud to say that there are at least two members of our team who purchased between the 400 and 750 shares. Someone, I'm sorry, four members, not two. Four members of our team that purchased between 400 and 750 shares. That is something to speak of for our team. All right. Now, the other side that I need to clarify is this. That update indicated that any member purchasing 15 or more up to 400 shares, you can have as many members to do that using Bitcoin. So the clarification from this where I misspoke is this. There are only 45 members that can purchase between 400 and 750 shares. Those who would be purchasing between 15 up to 399 shares, we can have as many investors. There's no limitations on that number at all. I hope that is clear for us now. Well, While I'm on this, let me give you an update too on what I have on paper. We have had approximately uh, 45 members from our team that I'm aware of, that is, to have purchased using the Bitcoin. And they purchased anywhere, as I said, from the 15 shares up to the 750 shares. We've had over 47 individuals to purchase in the other offer of the 14 for one, whereby they would uh, buy a minimum of 10 shares and receive a 14-for-1 um, offer there. So that's just a little stat number for how our team has been performing with these offers to facilitate these stress tests that we've been asked to help with. All right, now that I've cleared that um, issue up from last week, let's take a look at where we are this week. on. Yesterday, we received an update from Mr. Millard, and I'm going to bring this to our attention, ladies and gentlemen, as it reads. I'm going to read the information a little bit so you'll be clear on the information as we go down and speak about it clearly. There may be those of you who are near your computer. You may want to follow with me. That's fine or those of you who are online and have printed it off, that's fine. All right, he indicates, just a short update regarding the simulation, if you have a bank account in the state of Michigan, you can't invest with Bitcoin. To invest in the stress test using perfect money and seagold gold is okay. No Bitcoin to purchase shares in the state of Michigan he indicates the bank we are stress testing here also needs another small stress test and I will get back to four or five of our top group leaders regarding what that stress test means you will be notified by them what that extra test means to you as an investor hence that is why I'm trying to I get the individuals who are in Michigan to meet with them as um, our team is one of those teams with our top group leaders to address this particular concern that they have arrived at. Okay, the next paragraph indicates, other than that, the simulations are looking promising and we hope we don't need to close any of the banks or limit investment alternatives all the banks are being simulated simultaneously some members have asked if bookings these the bookings they're speaking about are the reservations that we make and send to Lars indicating that we would like for him to reserve shares for us either in the 14 for one offer or the 24 for one offer I had several people Uh, wrote me about this, somehow confused, think that they were now booking reservations to go to New York. That's not what this is about. So he indicates some members have asked if booking reservations are necessary if the investment is made directly. No, not really, as you can make the investment and then send the info to us in an email. However, the simulation team has requested, and I'm going to underscore this, ladies and gentlemen, because we have on our list many people who have reserved shares in the Bitcoin, especially, and have not sent a payment yet to EMS. So he indicates here, however, the simulation team has requested that it would make their job a lot easier if the Bitcoin investment came in at the same time that you guys make the reservation. The numbers are then put into the system will be slightly inaccurate when we have the fluctuations we've had in the past few weeks. Let me explain. As you know, Bitcoin has gone up and down, <laughs> Like I almost want to say like the stock market. Um, and what has happened, if you make a commitment to EMS to purchase a certain amount of shares, The price of Bitcoin at this date when you make the reservation is not necessarily going to be the same price when the money comes in to EMS from you. So that causes some issues in terms of trying to do the simulation. So the sooner you can send the Bitcoin payment in after you make your reservation, it would be best then for the simulation team. All right, just making that point. Now again, it's essential for you to do that. If you, don't, if you want to wait until March seven, it's okay. But it certainly would make life easier for the simulation team, and it would speed up the process even more so if you're able to get your payment in as soon after you've made your reservation as possible. Or at the same time, it could be done simultaneously. Now he indicates the normal simulation that they were doing; it's at a hundred percent, and that was reached on January twenty-nine. Now, some people are also under were under the misunderstanding that there was only one or two aspects to the simulation. <clears throat> no, there's several aspects to the simulation the normal aspect of the simulation has been achieved. The aspect that they're having to take care of now is the one that has to do with the Bitcoin, also the one that has to do with the bank in Michigan and the initial payout going to banks in Michigan. We've also had a stress test around the KYC documents. So those are different components to the simulation but the straight normal process that they try to go through to complete the simulation, yes, they have achieved 100% there, but not until they have achieved 100% of the simulation relating to the stress test also, KYC documents, and the initial payout, will they be able to successfully close the program, and then we will be scheduled to receive the initial release of the 8,500 coming to each account provided. I wanted to clear that up because some people, yes, they've reached 100%. Yahoo, we're there with you. However, there are other aspects to the simulation process that is not complete yet, and not until they are 100% complete there also will we be able to conclude the program and then take the next step for the initial release of the funds coming to us. So that is where we are with that, ladies and gentlemen, this last update. I hope that brings clarity uh, for most of you. I want to take you back a little bit, um, and most of you won't be aware of this information, but I think it's important that I share this with you. This was from May 21st, 2013. It was part of our uh, update at that point. The title on it, Why All These Changes and Why Are Promises Broken? I hear this a lot from our team members. Why so many changes and why are EMS breaking their promises?" Let me read to you back then what Mr. Millard wrote. He says, please, once again, we're all breaking new grounds. Not even the SEC has experienced a successful pre-funded reverse pension or reverse pension payout. So there is no track record and no history to go back to and lean on. I know we said an additional cost would be brought upon you and that was the case and point in time. We would handle the costs, but not the cost for the gold entity which is our trust. Perhaps we should use our words more carefully in the future so no more disappointment frustrations occur. Let me speak carefully now. A cash payout is no longer an option initially this had to do with 2013 when we were being funds were being placed cash funds were being placed in our trust account and uh, that trust account or bank accounts that were open for us in Dubai and he makes it clear here that cash payout is no longer an option after a metal payout is okay to diversify into many different currencies, this is the main reason why HCI merged with EMS because a cash payout, as HCI had intended, would no longer work. But now, do it, it in a gold metal payout. It is okay to do so. He says the situation in the forex to market today is more severe than anyone out there can imagine, really. In other words, if we would have gone ahead and started the payout, we would have crashed most likely. The situation is that serious in regards to currencies and the amount of cash we would have put out there into the economy. The gold we have on our hands is stored in South Africa and Switzerland. And from there, you will have the option to withdraw to your bank account in any currency of your choice. You can also keep the gold as it is and only exchange when you feel you need to do so. We see a lot of frustration out there amongst the clients, investors, and that's understandable for sure. If there were other paths to go, we would have taken those paths, of course. But if we want to have a successful payout, we need to adapt and go where the market tells us to go with all the knowledge, expertise, facts, and info we have on our hands about the global economy. That is something you all just have to trust us on and have faith in what we're doing here for you all. Again, I'm going to give you a little tidbit of history each week where we're coming from for those of you who are new to the program or those of you who have been on board and have forgotten. That was written to us back on May 21st, 2013, which was shortly after EMS and HCI merged as a program to forge head ahead to where we are right now so we are making great progress Um, there are many of you who have questioned the SEC's role Um, I'll bring some more history to you as to their role in what we're doing so it will be clear and make more sense to those of you especially that are new who have questioned what role do they have in what we're doing with EMS. All right, I wanna make that announcement again, ladies and gentlemen, to give you Jones' email address to send your information to. This is primarily for the members of HCI and EMS that live in the state of Washington. I'm sorry, Michigan, Michigan, thank you. Um, I would like for you to write this information down. It is Jones' email address It is hci25processing at yahoo.com. Again, that is hci25processing at yahoo.com. Please send Joan an email with your name as well as your contact phone numbers whereby we will be able to contact you some point tomorrow I need to have a conversation with that team of individuals that live in that state so please if you can do that tonight the sooner we have that information the sooner I'll be able to have that conversation with those team members again thank you all for your time may God bless you all and we'll see you on our next call bye-bye for now
1: plus.